Disciples of Jesus look to the future. Listen to me, vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision is a waste of time, and vision with action can change the whole world. He will speak to you. The question is, are you listening? Welcome back to the podcast, The Real Strength, where we talk about strength for the real you in your spirit, soul, and body. And I'm so grateful to have our guest with us, Pastor Tim Rivers Yo. and Pastor Jeff Klingenberg. At ease. And as we jump into <laughs> our... <laughs> oh my gosh, this I is love a good it. one. This is so great. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I feel like I need a salute. Yeah. Stand up. Yeah, at ease. You don't, but not too fast. All the cords are just yeah get pulled every direction. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> okay, so um, fun. Let's do a fun question. People have told us who've been watching our podcast. Thank you so much to our listeners, by the way. And sending your questions has been awesome. You can continue to send those in, DMing my account or Pastor Jeff, and we will get those into our podcast takes. Um, but one funny thing was people wanted to hear a little bit just about your lives. That's not necessarily. A well-known fact. Like, for instance, let's start with your biggest pet peeve as pastors. As pastors? Mm. Yes. Something that probably most people wouldn't know about you because you protect people. You never, ever speak ill of anyone ever. Right. And I'm not encouraging you to do so now. But in this free space, this open Mm. forum, tell us the truth as a pastor. Everybody has got stuff about their job that they don't like. What is it for you right now? Because you're both leading, you know, large congregations. Are you saying like during preaching or just in any context? Pastor? I mean, your job as a pastor, you've got you've got your week to week counseling people, you've got your schedule that you keep, you got message prepping, you've got speaking and delivering content live. Somewhere in all the things that you do as a <laughs> pastor, there has to be something that when it comes up, you're like, not this again. What is that? Oh, I'd say I have two. Oh. So as I'm thinking, I have two. Mm. So one is, is in everyday life, I hate being blindsided. Mm. So somebody knows something or they've already gotten down the road on something, staff or friends or kids, or whatever the case may be. Speaking to me. Uh, well, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're my fault. <laughs> uh, but, but. Uh, it comes as it comes as a blindside. Mm. It's just like uh, this is wrong, and you're part of it. And wow, mm. that'd be one. The the one in regards to pastoring would be um, when you, when you teach a message, for example, first service, and in between first and second service, trying to go to the bathroom, and somebody catches you, <laughs> and they're frustrated with something that you said. Mm-hmm. They said you said in the message, but you didn't say it. Mm. So, for example, I was caught one time, literally down the hallway, trying to make my way in. I needed to get into the bathroom, <laughs> right? And this lady was so upset, saying that I invalidated everybody's baptisms, but I didn't invalidate anybody's baptism. Right. I just said, "Believer's baptism is complete, completely immersed in water, like Jesus was." Right. So, don't say what I didn't say and right. make it seem like I did say. I just said baptized in water, buried in water, 
the meaning of the word immerse, buried in water like Jesus was, all right. the way into the Jordan River and all the way back at, back up out. And she was so frustrated that I was invalidating her sprinkling as a as an infant, and she was mad, hornet, hornet, snopping. That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> so much. It is now. Hey, it is. Snopping. <laughs> what, what two words I trying to put together? Anyway, forget that. Is that a genetic trait? Because I definitely have that. Yeah. Well, yours is biology. It's just you, you just make up words. Wait, I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My pet peeve is when people won't own up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to get out from underneath uh, well, we the, go to Pastor the Tim. hot spot, the spotlight. So, Pastor Tim, um, so I have two as well. <laughs> I have a few more, but <laughs> Brie, you should probably you probably know a few of them. Oh, I uh, really well, do. One of them, uh, for sure, is is uh, and this is kind of like an everyday life when someone says, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something. Do you have time?" But don't tell me <laughs> like. A, well, what do you want to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they, this is like an everyday life. If someone comes up and it's just like, Hey, uh, you got any time I want to talk to you about something? I'm always like, well, what is it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is. let me let you, then I can tell you if I got time or not, you know? So that's one pet peeve is like not, not being upfront about like what you want to talk about. Yeah. The other is, I think that too, like, especially on, on, um, on a weekend when you're preaching and you're out like shaking hands and, you know, blah, blah. And someone had like, wants to give you a correction, whether it be theologically or something like that in a very small margin of time while you're just trying to greet people instead of like send you an email or something, you know? And um, like, those are always interesting, you know, cause it's like, man, this is not, it's not that I won't answer questions, but this is probably not the ideal time mm -hmm. to ask a a major question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, or or um, I think a theological question, like maybe you make a statement, like you've probably put in, you know, five hours in studying something that you said, and uh, then the assumption is that you didn't study it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, well, I only have thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just because I didn't speak to the aspect that's the most important to you on that, I spoke to what the Lord spoke to me to speak on. Right. So don't invalidate what I did right. just because it's not what you wanted. Right. I've got four now. I embrace both of yours too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry, they love their jobs. Yeah. Like so, there, there's this one guy who it is a guarantee that every time I preach, he will meet me. And say, hey, um, you know something else you could add in your message? <laughs> Every time. It's a guarantee. I'll even tell Janice before I preach. Such and such is going to come up. He's going to give me a little something to add to it. And like, sure enough, I'm sure it's, hey, you know what you could say is, boom. Yeah. But I'm curious to know from you what you think our pet peeves are Ooh, that you have good question. you have worked with both of us for a very long time. But like yes. see. Well, here's, here's the beauty of this. I get to give you my perspective about your own jobs, which means this is when I see you guys processing something that's either annoying or off-putting to you. So for you, Pastor Tim, 
because I've already been thinking about yours, and you're like, you probably know some of mine. I started playing them back in my head. There's more than one, huh? Yes. I'll tell you two. I'll tell you two that I heard most often is when people would ask you for advice, but they had already made up in their mind what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, right. why are we even having this conversation? Ooh, that's yeah. What number what am I up to? Is that five or six? That's five. Yeah. Well, I got five now. And you would come out of your office and be like, I don't want to take meetings like that. Why don't they just tell me that they don't want my advice? I could save myself 30 minutes today mm-hmm. not telling them my advice that they're not going to take. Right. Um, and then the other was lacking discretion in any context. When people lack discretion, it I can automatically watch your expression change. Yes. Just like, stop talking. <laughs> Right. In in any way that it reveals itself. Yes. That's that's okay, I got six now. Yeah. Yeah, those moments when you're just minding your own business and out of clearly somebody comes up, hey, our marriage is in trouble, and then they give you a detail of why it's in trouble. Right. Like, I don't want to know that. Right. <laughs> just tell me just say please, can you pray for us? We're but don't get me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, for you. Careful, very, very careful. Oh, I got another one too. I got another pet peeve. Uh oh, we'll come back to it. Don't let her off. We got it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What's she gonna come up with? I know. It'll be good. I know it's not your favorite when you walk into a space and you have given clear instruction and no one has responded to the instruction that you've given. I think the times I see you process your frustration more is when you have clearly laid the law down and that law is not heeded. And then I see that, especially if it's in pastoral context, I see you weigh your grace back in to be kind and responding to motivate action again. But it is interesting when I, when I see that unfold, I'm like, no one did that. Like he asked them to. Interesting. So, am I right? Hmm, yeah. Okay. I guess I got a bunch. <laughs> He's like, no, I have seven. And then I would just say one basic thing that it instantly, and it's easy to see and it happens often, is when you walk in and it's just cold. And you're trying to just focus on what you're doing, but it's cold and it frustrates you that it's Temperature cold. Temperature or the atmosphere? Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both, definitely both. Yeah, temperature, because you don't like being cold, I don't like being cold. But then atmosphere, when you're like fired up and passionate about something and the room is just ice cold. Yeah. I can see that. Mm. Both of those are easy to perceive. Probably the delivery could have been better. You're just taking responsibility. Sometimes it's not that at all. Sometimes it's just the room. And I'm in the room like, why are people sitting in their chairs right now? Yeah. I've had that feeling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm usually standing in the back. I'm usually standing in the back. I'm like, oh, come on, respond. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor Tim. Love that support. Yeah. Did you want to add your pet peeves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is the words, I can't. Or just a pushback. Like one of the things about, like even just expressing vision and blah, blah, blah. If there's a, well, like, like a pushback, not like a curiosity, but a pushback without, without even engaging like in, in the thought of like, what could this be? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, the pushback is a lot of times unnecessary mm-hmm. unless you've predetermined mm-hmm. just to push back mm-hmm. for no reason. Like that sometimes can be grating. Cause like, wait, well, let's, let's hear it out first and bring it into consideration. Even if you don't believe it yet. Yeah. Cause every time when I be like, yeah, next time I'd be like, 
right? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna throw me under the bus again. No, this is this is uh, <laughs> we're usually at the back. <laughs> <laughs> Saying nothing. That's right. <laughs> Doing nothing. Just at the back. I get but thinking people respond. From the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. I was giving response. Anyway. Okay, good. Thank you for sharing that honest opinion of your genuine pet peeves. Now people know. Yeah. 